Hey, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. This is Miles Quibido, a.k.a. The Power Dad. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast here. I've got one of my good, good friends here that's going to be on the podcast. You'll hear him in just a second. He's a great guy, you know, really, really great. Uh, he's the aggro teddy bear. Very good. You might know him as at the Neil Experience. He is Ryan Neal. Oh, thanks for having me on your podcast. This is is a pleasure. (laughs) You're so welcome. You know, you know, it took it took a lot to get you here in the room. I'm so heavy. Yeah, so heavy. Yeah, to find a chair that would hold me. Yeah, it's perfect. Well, hey, guys, thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. Uh, Yeah. So me, myself, I I came, uh, I traveled for, you know, seven hours from my homeland to come here and hang out in Ryan's bedroom with him and uh, not do anything other than talk into this microphone with him and have this awesome conversation around movies, life, content creation. And we talked a whole lot about superheroes and different movies that are coming out, have been out and everything like that. So it's, it was a good pornography. I don't remember talking about briefly, that. Very briefly. Oh, oh, we did. That's right. That's right. At the very end. So, you know, make sure you don't skip to the end. It's important that you build up to that. Yeah, watch the whole thing or you're not a true fan. Yeah. Not a true fan. So thanks guys. Check it out. Enjoy. Ugh. You're not tired are you? Nope. Go all day long, content creation. <laughs> I'm glad you put the content creation on there because I could have you said that yesterday. <laughs> I make so much content, man. I can't remember what I did last minute, <laughs> dude. On, well, no, honestly, I do that, bro. Like, I'll, I don't know. Like, have I talked to you about time compression? No, you haven't. So, <laughs> I feel like you, you're probably experience experiences a little bit more now that you're like streaming and like doing sure, yeah, yeah. Your days seem to like start to flow together. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, but on like a bad level. Like, yeah. Yesterday like, I did this thing. It was last week. Like, you mean like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. It'll be like, what's really bad is when you're talking to someone and they're like, yeah, uh, that, that was really, that, that event we did was really fun. It's like, yeah, man, that was like two weeks ago. They're like, that was months ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's like, it was then. I, because like your days just tend to be the same. Yeah. You know, maybe if, for you to be a little bit different because you have you have like more variables like sure yeah married yeah. kids like right there's other markers that help me do yesterday and last week yes that are outside of that <laughs> yeah. i think the worst thing i do it with is movies like i think a movie came out two weeks ago months ago yep uh that's um, that's probably like the gateway i'm compression that's what you called it i mean that's what i i don't know what else to call it i've i've, I've seen a lot of people say they experience it but i don't know what it is sure I guess it's just like a your bad memory or like your brain is like there's got to be I mean there has there has to be something neurologically about the the speed in which you do things that are worth mentioning yeah. you know what I'm saying like never having a rested mind yeah. yeah I um so yesterday we did a a little AM ask me anything stream AMA and there was actually a question that I wanted to ask you that I that I didn't because we were kind of pressed for time but you asked me what my favorite episode of the office was Mm-hmm. And what that reminded me of was a conversation I've had with people. You've watched Parks and Rec, correct? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I I think I know your answer, but do you like Parks and Rec or The Office better? So that's it's kind of like slightly not fair, but it is an understandable thing. Like if you were to ask me in 2014, yeah, what my favorite show would have been, it would have been The Office. But I feel like if I were was forced to sit down and could currently watch both of them, my answer would actually be Parks and Rec. Just really? Because, okay. Just because of the production and storyboarding yeah. is a little bit more it mature is. and laid out. But they, they now have, they have better overall arts, right? But because as you know, it's like one of your like may not be the same for a lot of people, but you know, 
you watch an anime and you grow up and you listen yeah. to it and you watch it and you enjoy it, but you go back and try and watch what you watch back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's total good. Neanderthal. It's not good, <laughs> like, but, but yet the newer content they come out with is yeah. a little bit, you know, more paced with where you're at now. And so it's the same way I feel about the office. Yeah. It's just like earlier stuff, even, you know, some of the best episodes are in season three, but we one and two are just like, it's, it's tough, rough, yeah. but, but it was, it there, was funny some, at the time. There's some highlight points. Cause I've, how many times do you watch the office? Oh shoot. Hannah and I, I'm pretty sure our last official counting was seven times. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. All the way through. I've, I've watched it. This, I'm on my fifth and yeah. you know, like just for anyone listening, like when I say watch, I don't mean like you're sitting down and that's the only thing you're doing. Like I'll put it on the background and like, you know, half watch it with, you know, like right. you, you can, you can kind of like know where the, the scene is going typically, but then, but hearing it kind of helps it play out in your sure. brain. Yeah. But, um, I think I think Parks and Rec is definitely better overall. I think it, it just it has a gradual increase in quality. Right. Like Parks and Rec, uh, kind of what you were saying for se- just like uh, The Office after Parks and Rec season one and two, and then Ben and Chris Traeger get introduced. Oh yeah, which is like right halfway through season two, I think. Yeah. That is when it gets really good. Yeah. Their, their characters are so unique and well, they, they help with so many different yeah. relational dynamics between different characters. Yeah. They're like really good accents to the other characters. Yes. We're like, yeah. you know, it's really funny. I remember when I first started watching Parks and Rec, I hated it because. Oh, I didn't like it either. So, yeah, because season one, they tried to make Leslie look like Michael. Right. It was like a like almost shot for shot copy yeah. of. Like, yeah. yeah. Because it was just like the nuance of like, OK, so like in the earlier, I think it's in the first episode of The Office, like Michael comes over to uh pam and just like slams his hands on the reception and says pam pam like the, the whole thing there was like almost an exact type of scene with yeah. the way that leslie was super amped up and she was trying to address like donna or yes. somebody and it was just like we are learning too much about this character all at once it was like the fire hose effect of just yeah. like getting blasted this is leslie nope i i really i'm really glad they like season two that really really kind of changed it they don't make her as dumb yeah yeah and i'm it was a, a welcome refreshing right like, feel like yeah yeah but no i think parks and rec like it definitely it has like a better uh the medium of it is better like whereas i think the, the office had i don't know man the office had higher peaks for me i think but like after michael leaves in the office i'm just like Ugh. you see like i actually i still like even the episodes I do too. Are just the, I'm just saying, but, I think it got worse. But well, I don't. I don't know that it got worse. I think they did the best they could with what they had. That's because I think there was such a tribal surrounding around the character of Michael Scott. But I thought that they did an exceptional job. I didn't think the show got worse personally, but that's just me. Interesting. I know your face is like showing that, but well, I it. Not that it wasn't like it got bad. I'm not saying it got bad. It's just like with Michael, and then without Michael, it's like you know, like sure. Yeah, the show is definitely better with Michael. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess, I'm trying I guess, to argue a little bit. Just like I think that that's only because you're we, saying we invested. Yeah, I don't think it's as much as people yeah. articulate. And I think it's only because we spent so much time personally investing yeah. in Michael that when it happened, when we'd never thought it would, it I, did. Well, also, I think kind of kind of your point without Michael, they it's really interesting, like with the Robert California thing, yeah. and they they brought in they had uh, Will Ferrell on there for like three episodes. They had uh, or two Charles Minor, yeah, that guy? Uh, the dude Andrew from Salva. yeah, uh, yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also in Prometheus. He's also yep. in Marvel movies as Heimdall. Yep, I love him. Uh, 
He actually has a show called Luther that I tried to watch. Yeah, I, I've I watched a few minutes. It, I fell asleep. I, I, was I, really watched, tired. I, I forced myself to watch like two episodes because I was like, people really like the show. And I'm like, not not getting it. No. It was no fault of his. Right. I just wasn't interested in the content. I yeah. was just like, eh. I, and that's, yeah. I'm like, Sherlock is way better than this. Right. Have you you've seen that, right? Oh, 100%. On Netflix? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I, speaking of shows I've watched multiple times, I I can I could probably, if I had to pick one show to watch for the rest of my life, it would be, that would be in the contention Right. With like the office, Parks and Rec, uh, maybe House, like right. So I mean, the thing that's interesting with Sherlock, and I don't know how long we're gonna just sit on uh, TV shows, but um, uh, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, like the way that he plays Sherlock, again, you don't know how much an actor makes this happen or if it literally yeah. is scripted this way, but he's so fast paced with everything he says yeah. that there it's just gushing with content and yeah. you just can't catch it all at one, well, I think, one time. I, I love that. It's like, also so different from like art, like Robert Downey Jr.'s version. Right. Oh, it, so much. Yeah. It's like a younger, darker, almost like, yes, he's kind of more devious. He's super like, cynical. Whereas, yeah. okay. Robert Downey Jr.'s version of Sherlock cynical, was but, cynical, but his like not intelligence level. And like, yeah. yeah. And, and not, I don't mean it's in a derogatory way by any means. Cause just well, it's also clear. an old school well, Sherlock versus new school. Right. What I was going to say is that, like, he, in some ways, this version of Sherlock with uh, Benedict almost seems like he is a functionally, a high-functioning autistic person in the sense yes. that he is extremely intelligent. Yeah. And his social awareness and aptitude to be able to, like, perceive things as people see them, not so much just himself, yeah. is, like, crazy. Whereas Robert Downey Jr. is so aware of people's emotions that he just does not care. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, and so that's just what I see. They're actually coming out that the the third movie soonish. I don't know when, but I know it was like it was in production for a while. But yeah, rip, rest in peace, Iron Man, bro. Rip Iron Man, dude. Yeah. I I still I'm still kind of. You said something last time we were we were hanging out. You said that uh, Avengers uh, ain't not in game. You said Infinity War was a better movie than Endgame. Yes. And I, I actually agreed with you on that. I think it was a better movie, but I liked Endgame more, if that makes sense. Yeah, and so, but the the reasons, and the irony of that is that the reasons why you liked Endgame are actually the exact reasons why I didn't like it as much. Yeah. It was because I, I said to you last night, I said that all Endgame was, and this is more of a fact than an opinion, it was just full fan servicing. Yeah. Like, it was just strictly, like, parts of, like, showing people's capabilities mm-hmm. as individual superheroes, like, little dips and ebbs and flows of people having like a moment of uh, redemption and, and back and forth. And that was what it was. And by the end of it, I was just so like, yeah, it, it was just so inflated with that. And I was just like, <laughs> kind of uh, bloated, almost I'm not, like, yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But yeah, infinity war on its own. And I said this and I'll say it again, because I, I feel like there are some people out there that are just like that, that they would be fine with it too. Is that if infinity war completely jumped off the rails and they just ended the entire Marvel universe at the snap. <laughs> it would have been awesome. Dude. Like, like, <laughs> like, they wouldn't do that, but it would have been awesome. Yeah. Like they were just like, well, that's how it ends. And you're like, what? And they just and they just let all the remaining superheroes in the Marvel universe rise from that. Yeah. I knew moment. they wouldn't do that because they killed way too many people that they hadn't like had full arcs on yet. Like, yeah, but they did. But I guess the thing is, too, is that like if we're operating in like this unique universe play out, yeah. they're giving a nod to the older stories. Yeah. But no one says you can't. Yes, I guess is the big. I think I think it's just so hard because like. Unlike unlike comics where you can kill a character and then revive them, you know, years down the road, 
in this day and age of like making movies, it's like people have contracts and it's like you don't know that right. you're able to get that yeah. person back. You know, it's that's fair. It's it's very hard to do that. So I mean, everyone kind of knew they were right. gonna like reverse it and definitely use the quantum realm like, yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I hated is that they announced the second Spider Man movie before, I'm like <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, it's not like we didn't yeah. know. Like, and Spider-Man, uh, you know, Tom Holland was only in. He hadn't had enough time to actually, like, have his yes. time in the. He, line, he had so one standalone yeah. Spider-Man movie yeah. at that point. So it's like we knew he wasn't going to, like, perma-die. But it's like I still wish they would have not, not announced it until afterwards. What did, uh, yeah, so I don't know how much you want to hang on this. But uh, the Spider-Man movie, what did you think of it? Like, Which one? Homecoming or Far Away From Home? The one with... Um, What's the bro's name you just named? Tom Holland. Tom Holland, the, the one that is in. So, but he. he okay, but at that current time. Oh, oh before, in, yeah, before in game. Yeah. I liked Homecoming a lot. It was very different. It was, it was like, it wasn't like uh, an origin story kind of, but it wasn't an origin story in the sense of like, this is how I got my powers. It was, right. it was more like, let's introduce you to this Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, because he's, he's definitely a, it feels like a younger version Um. He he fit. I think he fits the character the best. In my opinion, that's yes. A lot of I, people I agree. like Tobey Maguire the best, which no, I don't get. So it. again, coming back to what we said minutes ago, I don't think that that is a fair assessment. It was a different time. Yeah, yeah it's a different time. And if you went back and watched it now, you would cringe. Yes. Like, and, but when it came out, I was like, oh, this was good. But yeah, how can you ever like Spider Man like, Two was really good with Tobey Maguire with Doc Ock. Doc, I, yeah, like that yeah. one was really good. I, I'll give him that. But Homecoming, the writing in Homecoming, and especially far, I think Far Away from Home was better than Homecoming. Sure, but. Uh, the writing is just like they they've really ramped it up, and right. I think I think that was partly due to Disney and like all the money they have right. now. The funding sure. is just way sure. higher, so they can you know they can hire fifteen writers or whoever you know, right. writers they have you know yeah to like kind of like revise it and be like no this this little joke is better or whatever sure and I think that yeah so I don't this is what I was gonna say and the reason why I was leading this way is like because that came out before. Infinity War, right? The first one with Tom Holland? Yes. yes. So at that time, prior to the existence of Infinity War, and I don't really know how I feel about it still, Spider-Man, that one with Tom Holland, is my favorite Marvel movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, absolutely. I don't, I mean, as long as, as long as people don't say, like, some of the bad Marvel movies are their favorite ones, I, I can trust their judgment. Like, which one? Name one. Like, you, you said Thor Dark World. You really I liked. liked it. I did not say it was yeah, my favorite. I know, I know, so I know. So just I know. to be clear, like. I, but I'm saying, if like, someone was like, that's my favorite one, I'm like. Like my sister for the longest time did not understand why me, I think Graham and Greg, maybe it was me, me and Graham mostly held Winter Soldier in such high regard. And I, I was like, did you not like Winter Soldier? I did not. It's, I did not. It's easily I, so, top five. So, but, but here's, here's the beef. All right. So like, and I know that I don't sit in the common pocket of things. So I'm That's fine. fair. I'm you are, you are very against the grain with a lot of things. I, not not but, on purpose. It's just my issue with Captain America is the history of his existence and why he exists. He, you know why he exists, right? Like why the he was created. Was yes. yes. Why? To make America look awesome. And like, well, not even that he was used as like the, uh, propaganda uncle Sam. Yeah. yeah. The uncle Sam. To, that's, what I was, that's what I was getting. And something just, I have, I can't look at Same him with correctly. Wonder Woman. I also am not, uh, yeah. But yeah. Superman, those, those are both DC. I think Superman is lame because he's like all powerful. I love Captain America as a character. Be, I mean, sure, his his origin as a like in the real world may be kind of whack, but like as a hero, I think he's actually really sure. Cool. I and I'm just not. They did a very good job, like making him look like he actually cares. Like, oh yeah, no, I, I'm totally with it. But I err and 
I realize anybody who's listening to this doesn't know me like very, very well, but Ryan knows that I err on the side of like dark, yeah, dark heroes. <laughs> I can put dark well, twice. Well, because it's, it's not, dark. it has to be emphasized that like yeah. I will more likely root for Spawn than I will yeah, any Spawn's other person, awesome, like and things like that. And so I hope they bring him into like the, the, uh, the like active things. Yeah. And I mean, it's there are things about him that are slightly really tough now that Disney owns it to know how far they would go. But they're making a rated R uh, Deadpool movie and they're making a rated R. uh, Wasn't that the new one? No. um, The new Venom one not rated R? It might be. I think it is. I I, I, I was. No, I think it's B-213 actually. Hmm. Um, Yeah, because there wasn't a lot of blood and gore in it. And there was definitely no nudity. Um, So there's a movie coming out that's rated R that I was like it's not the black widow one with uh all the russian dudes no it? it's it's a much darker character than black widow mm. i can't think of it for the life of me it's not deadpool because obviously that's going to be rated r yeah because I, I remember seeing the other day i was like i hope this movie's rated r and people were like no it is we like we looked it up on stream yeah and um i can't think of what it is now it's it's a new thing and i don't remember what it is i i, I apologize if you guys know hit me up on twitter and let me know i don't it's a new Marvel movie uh, in the Marvel universe. It's and it's not Deadpool. Uh, like we know, Deadpool's gonna be rated R, but it was. Another, I think it's like the new. Uh, maybe it's a new Mutants movie, or I wouldn't know. This is too far out of my lane. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, oh, I love fine. movies, but no, I will say so. Winter Soldier and Civil War are two of my favorites. Like my favorite Marvel movies are like Winter Soldier. I mean, this no particular order. I, I'd have to go back and rewatch them sure. to like put them in order. But like Infinity War, Endgame, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and probably in in the MCU. Because my favorite Marvel movie outside of the like just all of them together is actually Into the Spider Verse. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, that movie was. That, I think I. Every person I've talked to that actually has seen it is super impressed with it, but I think it's still a sleeper move. I don't think a lot of yeah. people have given it the time of day. My fifth one would probably be, it's either I don't know. Black Panther was really great the first time I watched it. It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't it I don't doesn't think it has good rewatchability. It doesn't. It it was more so like about when it came out and like what was going on in the world. Yeah. Like you know, it was. I liked the movie and I liked what it was saying, but like other than Killmonger, like I I was not interested in that story. No. I love I loved Michael Lee Jordan's character of Killmonger, man. Oh, I was, no, he's great. I wish the whole movie would have been about him. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like they could they could have put Black Panther in like a very little part of it and I would have been perfectly okay with it. Yeah. I did feel like an even almost even attention split was given to Killmonger as I agree. it was to uh, I hope they like do that like that like comic book thing and like bring him back somehow like yeah. some village resurrected oh, because sure. I think if he can like get that power again, he could be a very good villain. Oh yeah. No. Even though even though he he still lost, but I think he could I think he was on kill even yeah, with it was, Black Panther. It was just like a, it could have been anybody's best yeah. day, but it just happened to work out. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the coin flip. Yeah. Um But yeah, kind of to shift gears. I uh, I thought of another question. I I kinda like going off the AMA we did yesterday. Sure, yeah. You didn't ever answer this one question. We talked about Did your, I not? You there was one question we kinda you didn't really answer it per se. Sure. But you kind of did. It was like a half answer. The question was, if you could go back and change any one thing about your life. Oh, you mean different career you would choose? Yeah, different career. And we kind of, what I said is like, I would go back and be a comedian. Yeah. Or like an actor or something like that. I would try to at least. And then we kind of like, the way we answered it about you is like, I was like, you're kind of already doing what you want to do. Yeah. yeah, So 
But would you go back and change anything? Yeah, uh, I did. You're right. I kind of half answered. I, I, well, gave, it, I gave, like, it was no fault to you. Was, I right. think we just kind of like we're talking. Well, it was a it was a I just put out a really large target instead of saying exactly what I think that like um, visual design in the entertainment business. And what I was talking about was people basically that that instead of being the person that is like writing music when they have like produced concerts and like that or anything like that, it would be more so like doing the visual design of what that experience looks like yeah, to the, Ezra to Cohen, the consumer. Cohen. Yeah. And so like you just said, yeah, Ezra Cohen, um, between him developing in, in CAD or for you that are listening, that don't know what that is. It's kind of like a, a visual mock-up of the way that a on tour stage would look like. Yeah. And you basically fabricate like the digital renderings of what you're selling to the artist when you, um, and so you you set up these LED panels, which are basically just lower pixeled uh, screens that you use for on stage stuff because people are going to be sitting rows really and rows away, and rows yeah. back. So they they literally look like you've got this, you know, fifty foot tall wall or it's fifty hundred foot tall projector screen. Like if you if you were to go on YouTube right now and post Malone. Uh, Type in Post Malone Concert 2020 and look at the stuff right now. Like he's got these two humongous, like we're talking like 50, 75 foot tall projector walls. Oh, it's crazy. And per each song, they have him time coded, which basically just means at each sequence of a song, they have certain visual like artwork yeah. done that's attached and walked through his song. And I think that that there's a lot that goes into that. And a lot of people look at it and just go, that's way over my head. And all I want to do is like dig deeper into that and learn more. Um, no, like you said, you know, would you change anything about your current job? Oddly enough, like I'm taking an interest in that stuff now, which is kind of like for years I've thought it is awesome, but it's just way ahead. And then I started digging into it a little bit more um, just this past year using certain programs. If, if anybody's listening that knows like Resolume and Arena, like Dead Mouse. He produces all of his shows, which is one of the most impressive yeah. things. So he doesn't he doesn't do what I'm saying, where he hires somebody. To no, do he it. does it. All. He does it all himself. I've watched a lot um, of it. He's like one of my favorite artists. Yeah. Like, so um, there's uh, Linux. You know, I'm talking yeah. tech tips on YouTube. He actually did a walkthrough of Dead Mouse's house. Yep, I've watched and that. And so in that in that video, if you go check it out on YouTube, you can really simply just uh, Linus uh, tech tips Dead Mouse. You'll find him immediately. Because they started like yeah. his gate and like they see his oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember it's, that. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole compound. But yeah. what is wild is that, like we were saying, he produces all of his visual design for his shows. What he does is he actually carries a mobile server that he connects into his home server where all of his content yeah. is stored rather than his carrying studio it. studio is insane. It oh, looks like it's, a, like if you were to like watch a movie, like, uh, you know what it reminds me of? You watch... It's the it's the, one of the worst ones. Terminator Three Salvation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they get into that bunker and there's all that. Oh, yeah. Because that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, <laughs> it he like uses bunker, these man. like these almost antique looking synthesizers that have all the plugs yeah. and patch cables, but it's it's more excessive than anybody else you will ever yeah. see in your whole life. Well, that's because I, I think he's like he get. I've seen a lot of videos where he like calls people out for like not making music. Oh, right. Yeah. I've been doing air quotes because yeah. it's still music, but it's like he's like this shit is like. He's like, this isn't you. He's yeah. like, he's it's like, prefabricated. He's like, yeah, you just he's gone. He's like even called it like Skrillex and people like that. He's like, yes. If you look over here on like on your first album, this was good. This was like you. Then you fucking sold out. And I'm like, dude, like, you, yeah. know, you don't care. At In all. 2014, I recall him just 
just raging hard. Yeah. And I think well, he... Was that one Thrill Spin? That's not with bust Justin Bieber? Because he, yes, really, he really... Yes. Out on the so that was, was like, like... Why do you need Justin Bieber? Man? We were like three or four years out from um, Scary Monsters and Nice mm-hmm. Sprites or whatever, the, the flagship yeah. album that Skrillex did. And yeah, Deadmau5, I, th- I think he... He really pushed out a lot of people that were like in his corner in that community. But I mean, what are you what are you going to do when you're one of the like 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 I said, he's I mean, he's st- he's on the top of the mountain. Yeah, it's like, it's like you, Daft Punk, like those those are my two favorite like EDM people. Like, right. I, I love almost everything they did. Daft Punk's like most recent album, I think, where they had like uh, whatever that really famous song was, like the really chill one, like uh, stay up all night. Or, I'm not super it, familiar with that, but but, but like yeah. they did the whole Tron album. Yes, uh, that okay, that right like, there, yeah. that blew my mind. They uh, they did that song. Uh, the weekend has uh, I forget I forget what the name of it is, but he like kills himself in the music video. Like not he doesn't like kill himself. Right, he's yeah. just, it's like a clone Looks of him like that he doing. kills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I forget what the name of that is, but like it was uh, they they did the beat on that and oh man, they they're old stuff. I can I literally just put on repeat like uh. I forget the name of the album, um, but it had like aerodynamic and like uh, all this stuff. It's actually a movie that um, about we're talking about EDM artists that I I don't know why it's not a good movie, but I love it. It's called hmm. We Are Your Friends with uh, Zac Efron. I've never seen it. So he plays. He lives on Cali. He lives in like the valley, or no, he lives in um, he lives in one of the valleys out there. I forget what it's called, but it's like him and like his friends, and he's trying to be like a DJ, like an actual yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah. And he meets a DJ, like an actual famous one. Right. And they kind of like strike a friendship up. And he kind of helps him like get his music to a sure, better place. Sure, yeah. And it's just like the drama around that. And yeah. it's, I don't know why you should, you should check it out. I think, I think yeah, you like I it for, for the most it. part. Like, like I said, it's not like an Academy Award winning yeah, movie. But it's but worth the watch. I mean, I, I love Zac Efron though. I like legit. I don't know why, dude. I don't know why either. <laughs> no, I, I I love all of his movies. Like, I don't dislike him, but I don't have like he's a, he's not like a he's not like an A list actor. Like I'm not. I'm never gonna try to sell that news because that's sure. fake news. Yeah, yeah. But I I don't know what it is like Seventeen again. I love that movie, man. <laughs> no, I've watched that movie. It's not that. I good. love it, dude. <laughs> that's craziness. I don't know. <laughs> One person, and I haven't, we haven't ever disagreed on this blatantly, but it'll bring up maybe another segue into what is currently a hot button issue. Um, the actor that I'm like that for is 100% Robert Pattinson. I think that wow, okay. he is phenomenal. Have you watched The Lighthouse? No, I have not seen The Lighthouse. That's that movie that has like, it's like, describe that movie to me so I know what we're talking Literally, about. Literally, I think he's a lighthouse caretaker in like the 17th or like, I don't know, it's, I have not watched it. I there's a scene in this movie that is very weird, right? Like, he, yeah, he like masturbates. Uh, yep, that's yep, it. Yep. Okay, great. I was waiting for you to tell and me it's that. It's like so. it doesn't like cut away. I mean, I don't know if you see like him touching himself, but like I said, I haven't watched the movie, but my friends told me about it because they watched it. They're like, yep, this it's because it's it's a it's not allegorical, but it's it's very metaphorical. Like, right, yeah, yeah. what you're watching on screen the, is not what the movie's about. Sure, it's imagery. It's like yeah. they, what you see is representative yeah, of a it's different, like, yeah, it's a I think it's about. Can you do? I don't want to spoil it. Do you want me to tell you? No, don't. Okay, you yeah. watch it and then. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> because yeah. what they told me, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds nuts. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so other than that, it's funny because yeah, he's got a lot of flack. Well, not he, but like DC's got a lot of flack for making him Batman. 
yeah, that's what I was getting ready to talk about. Because I'm just like, I definitely think he can do it. I th- okay, good. So that's that's what I was gonna say. I'm just like, well, I ben, don't... A- ben Affleck, y'all. Everybody was saying the same thing. What did you think of Ben Affleck's Batman though? I like Ben Affleck as that. I didn't hate he, it. We also didn't get to see a lot of him on. I never watched Justice League. I, okay. I only watched Batman versus, versus Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was I so f- fucking bad that I did not watch Justice. He League. was in. He was in. Uh, was the, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. He made. I'm I think he made a maybe like a one like one second appearance in Suicide Squad, but I don't even know if that was him. It was just Batman. Right. There's no no way to know. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. But I will say, what people a lot of people have compared it to, um, is Heath Ledger being Joker because Heath Ledger was not a dark actor oh yeah people were like he, he's like the cute boy like he's you know he was in 10 things i hate about you everybody makes Night this Silk. mistake what they do with matthew mcconaughey and like owen wilson where it's just like he's just not that guy yeah. just like are you serious right now yeah like, like they can act man yeah like they like, yeah i will say i mean like if mark Wahlberg was cast as like a dc okay. character yeah. i would be like okay you know he's a typecast actor like, yeah right it, because you have a precedent and a history yeah. that shows that i but feel like, like ben affleck's like he, he's played different characters yeah like, like people people don't want to think he can act dude I'm like, yeah i don't know what you're saying like i you think watch Girl. i think he well right but I, I think that he played the right batman for him that's a good point i, yeah. I think that he was a mostly soft-spoken but still very very closetedly angry the the only concern i have with robert pattinson is pulling off bruce wayne you mean just what do you mean by that like he doesn't he looks really young like he, like I think he has, a, I think he has a young face. So uh, the, now, look, okay. Let me let me finish this before sure, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not because I can see you're already like trying to see what you going see through your head. So I think he has a young face. I don't think he's like he he's I, he's always seemed small to me. He's a big like he's a tall guy, but he's always been kind of scrawny in my eyes. Sure. This is mostly due to Twilight. So let, <laughs> let's take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. But I, if they can make him look the age the appropriate age like you know late 30s you know like i think he's that bad when she would late 30s right oh yeah, yeah 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 and you know he's like kind of like beefed up a little bit and he can pull off that kind of like cocky smoothness that like bruce bruce wayne has you know i think it'll be good i yeah i don't know i my part of me feels like that won't what happens really i you think it'll be like just a different I think I mean it's it's so tough. So and I realize my imagination is only as wide as what he's put on screen. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes for Ben Affleck. I think what I said a second ago about Ben Affleck was the Batman that was right for him. I think you might be disappointed by Robert Pattinson doing the same kind of thing. Okay. Like every movie that he's ever played. I was gonna ask, what are the movies seen? have you seen that you're like? So remember me? Have you ever seen Remember Me? No, you told me to watch it though. Okay, you need to watch. I need to movie. watch it. You're right. It's, it's up there because you and Hannah both put on your top ten list. Yes, it is. It is a big deal, and I won't say hardly anything. Don't you don't know anything about it, right? No. Please. Okay, I, please. I, I don't. know it's about a guy and a girl. That's it. Okay, don't look up any. I won't. Please watch it. Soon. I actually didn't because you guys spoke because violent. the the marketing for it when it was when it first had come out does not give you the details you for yourself. Oh, okay, so okay. I don't think that that was the intention of the writers. Yeah. So I wouldn't want you to do that I'll to yourself. To watch it. But anyways, all I was going to say is that like he plays the role often of, you know, a scrawny, not malnourished, but just doesn't really care about his health very much. Like he's not a beefy guy. No, yet. and he just, you know, and that's just what we get. And I haven't seen him do anything other than that. He'll have like these 
characters he plays where he's sometimes frustrated at society and the conditions it's under, but whatever. He's more lackadaisical than that. But I'm interested to see, like, okay, if anything, I don't think you can avoid having to be pompous, arrogant, wealthy Bruce Wayne. Yes. Like, I think you have to do that. You would do a disservice to the character if you weren't, like, if you didn't play Bruce Wayne like Bruce Wayne should be played. Like, Christian Bale is now Bruce Wayne, I think, to a with a T. Yes. Like, he was, I think mean, he was the best Bruce Wayne we've seen. Whether or not people want to say he's the best Batman, you know, because, where is she? Like, that, like, that whole voice sure, thing. Sure, yeah. But, like, I mean, I, I thought Michael Keaton was a great Batman. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. George Clooney, sorry, buddy. <laughs> no. no. No, he was, he was the kid's Batman. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he really conveyed much personality because there was so fu- much uh, Batman precedent. You know what's funny about that movie, though, is, like, that's probably the most accurate comic book movie oh sure like how like comical animated and, like, and just astute, ridiculous yeah. yeah like uh what's his name as the riddler uh jim yeah, carrey jim carrey yeah, yeah and then arnold Schwarzenegger's mr freeze it's just like you it's a joke how bad it is but it's also like this is a comic book. yeah that's yeah it's the kids it, batman that's it, why like i loved it when it, it yeah, came out i was younger honestly uma thurman dude i was like you can get it as a kid as dude. well yeah yeah she, she did a great hot. job as poison ivy yeah and uh, just like the craziness but thing. speaking of Robert Pattinson, there's a new movie he's in. I don't think he's the lead. I think he's going to be the supporting actor. There's a mo- new movie coming out called Tenet. Have you seen the No. Okay. So there's a, the lead is, I think his name is David Washington. I can't remember. I don't know. I haven't seen him in other things. Uh, but uh, it's a black guy. And like the whole movie seems like it's about kind of like time reversal. Like at one point they're, they're uh, on one side of like a bulletproof glass, right? And you see like smoke coming out of it, mm-hmm. and then like he like as he like goes to touch it, the smoke is like starting to like reverse back into like the where the bullet hole is. Huh. And just watch the trailer; it's, it's it looks very like Inception. I think sure. I think it might actually be Christopher Nolan, which would make sense. Oh sure, uh, Since he's in that vein. Yeah, like yeah. he's like in that pocket, but like we don't know a lot about it yet. And it's it seems like there's like an organization that he's a part of. And they, they can like they have time control because like at one point the the scene is actively going and boats are like going reverse in the water like almost back through time. It's super weird. I don't know what it's about, but it look. I've been intrigued. The first trailer was literally just him walking up to like that bullet hole, and you see it kind of like time kind of reversing. But the, the second trailer came out probably in the last two months, where it kind of like expanded on it. Yeah, and it looks very interesting. Robert Pattinson is in it. He's not the main actor though. Everyone thought it was like it could have been Batman. Yeah, like the first trailer was so minimal. Oh sure, people were like, "Well, Robert Pattinson, it is Christopher Nolan." Like, right? They were like, "Maybe so it's many Batman. indicators." Yeah, it been. and I was like, "I don't think this is Batman." Like, the the main actor is obviously this black guy. Like, sure. I don't. Again, I think his name is David Marshall Washington. He has three names, and I forget his name. I haven't seen him in anything else. See Denzel's knowledge. son? No, <laughs> I doubt don't it. Think so. He's not. Yeah, they they look completely different. I, at first, I thought it was it, it, at one scene he has like a mask on, like a like an oxygen. Oh, uh, okay. I think I've seen this. Yeah, he like has an oxygen mask. And he kind of looks like uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like from Twelve Years a right. Slave. Yeah, yes. he kind of look. He kind of look like a look a like a not scrawny but like skinnier version of sure. Chiwetel. Yeah. And I was like, but that's okay. not him. It's yeah. it's like I forget his name, but uh, <clears throat> it looks very interesting. I'm, ex- I'm curious to see about that. Um, but yeah, I. I saw a list last night. There's like a list, actual list, like five or six movies at least so far that have been delayed due to coronavirus. That's and spectacular. But I mean, could you have guessed any? Why? That's one vein of entertainment and 
I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Out in California, they are bunkering down. Like, that's one thing for sure. Kind of interesting. But to stop production is kind of interesting to me. I guess it's because there's so many people on sets. And, well, James Bond had to yeah. do it because they were, I think they were filming in Italy. In Europe, yeah, Europe, the whole European, oh, no, like, that, closure. But, like, Fast 9, uh, James Bond... Uh, Quiet Place Two isn't releasing. Quiet Place Two isn't releasing because they just want everyone to be able to go to the theater. Right, that makes sense because Which, I think their production yeah. is so far along yeah. with how developed. But the man, it's just. Oh, I feel like it's just been. It's partly blown out of proportion, but it's also like, it's also like I get it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's I, tough because we're we're on this side of the fence of a lot of conversations that go on behind closed doors, but at the very least, it's kind of just like, if there was anything to be afraid of worth talking about better safe than sorry I yeah guess. yeah 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 and that's kind of where i'm at <clears throat> i uh i would rather take precautions now than it be like well it's actually become super serious and like you know i think italy had to like actually shut down shut down right yeah and i mean it's one of those things just like i don't think i've ever had a conversation didn't in some way yeah. figure out we a way to talk about, about corona so <laughs> so i mean yeah it's it's just one of those things. I mean, there's there's been many a thing in our lifetime, though it may be short, that <laughs> has happened and had conversation. This one just seems to have a lot more traction. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Um, it made me think. It's funny because with this with this whole thing going on, there's a game I play called Division Two. Yeah. And it's all about like this. It's called the I think the dollar virus. I, I remember because like it, it was spread through money, and everyone got sick, and that's what like shut the whole U.S. down and like Great. become like widespread. And your the division agents are like sleeper agents, not sleeper agents, but like I guess sleeper agent. When I think whenever I think of sleeper agent, I always think of Jason Bourne, where like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like you forgot you, that you were a sleeper got, agent. They'll they'll say a, a word oh, yeah. and they'll snap you yeah. into action. <laughs> like this was more so they were sleeper agents. Like they they were just like living their lives, and then they they got a notification like you've been activated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like they for like they didn't know that it could happen. They were yeah. very aware. Yeah, it was almost like almost like the Army Reserve, but like more CIA status. Right, just you know? a little bit more, just undercover and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I it's funny because I think there's a new game out <laughs> where you can you can actually like, I saw it the other day. It's called Walking Simulator <laughs> and it's literally a joke about Death Stranding. And Oh, that's so good. And it's, it's and so it, good. It, cor- it correlates Death Stranding and coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a, a like a meme of a game. I I don't know. Have you ever played like any of those like stupid simulators, like Goat Simulator? Oh yes, absolutely. I did did a stream recently with my wife where we played Goat Simulator and Surgeon Simulator. And there's the there's the one that was like probably one of the first ones. I don't remember the name of it. You remember the running one where it was like yeah the quop yeah. yeah 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 that I feel like is the first yeah that was like the thing. first like simulator yeah dude that game was so hard man. oh it was awful yeah yeah I remember I remember seeing videos people doing it perfectly and I'm like you're a god yeah. Pretty much, you're a god. You can't can't use that skill anywhere else, but in, in this particular vein, you are a god. <laughs> I've always so I, it's actually interesting. I um, I told someone the other day, I would rather be like excellent at one facet of my life, right, and be kind of in other Everything places. Else, yeah, and they told me they would rather be a jack of all trades and kind of be perfect, like above average in all the other categories. Oh, what are you gonna do that with the pro- I mean, you can 
It depends on what we're talking about. I'll be honest. Well, like, so like I, I said, I said if like, you know, like let's say I was really good at you know telling jokes or like stand up comedy or whatever it is, you know, acting something that I really care about or just streaming, you know, whatever it may right. be, content creation, whatever I chose, I would take a hit in maybe like another area of like, I don't know, maybe I was like. I, I could never cook a meal. Not like, not like, not <laughs> yeah. like I couldn't cook. Like, I don't know how to operate a stove. No, yeah. like more like I, I won't be able to take this one. I'll never be like, you know, not Gordon Ramsay, but I'll never be like able to be a good home cook. Sure. Like, yeah, I'll always like put too much salt or too much pepper or something will always mess up. Sure. Um, or maybe like, I don't know how to like work a car. Like I can't drive stick shift, whatever right. it may be. Like how much would you give up in like a, a certain area. So, uh, I mean, if we're going all in on this conversation, the thing is, is like, I think that some of this is slightly unfair because we're attributing like skill set to like inherit. Like, I don't think that half of the people that got good at cooking were no. just good at no. cooking. And I also don't think that half of the people that are good at content now were always good at content. Yeah. So like, what's tough about this question is just like, you have to imagine a world where there is no such thing as self-development. That's, and, a, that's and that, a fair point. And so, like, I mean, well, that, I guess, that's what's tough. I guess my question would be, like, if you, how, what would you sacrifice? I guess, because, I mean, time, you only have so much time in a day, right? So sure. let's say let's say it is all self-development. Sure. How much time do you sacrifice? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's tough because kind of like you're, something we haven't talked about, but, like, most content creators talk about is, like, it's hard to be a content creator and work a full-time job it's hard to be a content creator and have a family or have you just have a a girlfriend slash spouse or a husband you know whatever it may be yeah to have a significant other yeah so to be a content creator and have kids you have all three of those sure yeah we we can talk about that but i'll answer i'll answer your point in your vacuum that we live in (laughs) i guess the, the best way to say is like if you have x amount of time in your beginning to end of life which in your end result was i'm this good at that thing what would you want to be um if i could go back and make a choice i would pick being like world class at one thing and mediocre at a lot of things because um what that gives you like i feel like if if you're good at a specific thing like i was telling my brother yesterday it's like i really wish i had the force to not be just only wanting like playing guitar right that was like my life growing up um and playing guitar like all i really wanted to play was like technical metal music and by that i mean like just very like shreddy just like i was the musician's guitarist like we didn't play for consumers we played for people that like metal and people that were guitarists really understood and liked what we were but that's not lucrative because not no one cares no like the general person doesn't care right the general there is no marketability with that it's very niche you know you don't really go anywhere you kind of if you try to make a career out of it you end up broke and spending like the majority of the developmental years of your life broke and doing nothing. So, and there's a lot of people that can attest to that. What I wish that I did then was instead just get to a point um, where I could recognize, Hey, if I'm going to make this thing, I need to see what people are about and what this, what will become marketable. Go all out at that. Um, Because I think, especially in that vein, if, if, and when I did that, because the time that I could have, I feel like if I had, done the right things it was pre-instagram pre-youtube pre like all those different items that are so hot now just like i feel like i could have been in a vein where there were a lot of people coming up doing that kind of 
But instead, I was just doing my thing and doing what I wanted to do. But inside of that, I think when you become so proficient and capable at one thing, and you just ride your strength so hard, you can afford, maybe, to lack, lack. To, to lack by corroborating with people that are good in the other things you need, like yeah. marketing or things like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, so Singing I would say there. that. And then what, what you're left with is, rather than being a jack-of-all-trades and a kind of a master of some, you end up doing the one thing that you're kind of passionate about and yeah. you have a singular... So, I mean, at that point, it's honestly drives you to do. Yeah. So this this person also said they wouldn't want to be that good at something because they wouldn't want to be famous. And I was like, what's the point of doing um, that? That sounds weird. Wait, I'm going to say, what's the point of doing anything unless you're going to be famous? <laughs> well, obviously, we care about well, what we're doing. No, I, that's that's what my I response to myself too, yeah. would have been. But the thing is, is just like. Not to be extremely vain or extremely nothing. I think we, we do the things we do. Not to be noticed necessarily, but more so to just have a a, a viewership and okay, a, yeah. like the ability to have our voice be heard. Yeah. Um, and I think that's different than fame. I don't. I think that when you view fame and the desire to be heard as the same thing, I think some people can just do things for themselves, though. Do you think that's entirely true? Uh, for some people, yeah. Why do they host it at all? I mean, well, no, that maybe they're not hosting it. Maybe they're just doing it to like. How many people can you count on one hand that you know that do that? I mean what do you what do you mean by hosting it like well i i literally mean it's just like the majority of everything we do nowadays is built on the back of this subconscious desire to be heard yeah. it's not about fame necessarily i i see what you're saying like i you play okay the I example think, i play guitar because i like it but you know why entertainment exists yeah i i get that I, me and you are very much similar. Sure, and it, it is really hard because we're in yeah. an echo chamber right yeah. now. We're trying to advocate for somebody that's not here. But I think some people, like, let's say me and you, like, we're, like, 50-50. Like, we do something because we like it, and the other half is because we want people to know how good we are at it. Sure, yeah. I think some people are much closer to, like, 90-10, where it's, like, they do it 90% because they really love it, and that's their passion. Sure. And maybe 10% of it is, like... Sure. Okay. I, 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 I see I, what I you're doubt, saying. I doubt that second one's ever going to be zero, though. Right, and that's, that's kind of what yeah. I'm saying. I think at the end of the day sustainability i think everyone likes to hear someone say you're good at that sure you know yeah i think there's again I mean, there's a percentage of how much you actually lean yeah. on that how much you yeah. don't because i think that people putter out like the more will, they need that some people will seek it out more than others right and when you especially seek it, if you're a content creator sure yeah 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 and that makes sense i think that uh yeah but and it is just like my my wife i love her to death but she is the person that she almost because of the fact that she knows that she's going to hear from somebody or somebody has to see she doesn't want to do. And, you know, and that's just who she is because she's a very, like she wants to consider others, but you know, and, and she's just like that. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I just feel like every single person that is in our eye space that does something content wise, like music, music, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever it be, there is a level of expression and interest and desire that they have innately. But I think without somebody to watch it, I would wonder what they would do. Yeah, I it's. There are definitely certain crafts that I think you definitely need someone to watch it right. or else you're just it's not a it's not lucrative. especially like playing an instrument or something. It's like playing it for yourself is great, but that in, inherently is like an entertainment thing. Right. Like, it is like uh, uh, um, liars, bards, um, mm-hmm. they would play liars in, in pubs and things like that. They're like interest in playing 
was less of the point, and yeah. it was more of the storytelling capability. And if oh, there's yeah. no one to listen to the story, then it's pointless to do. Yeah. So yeah. You have you watched The Witcher? I dude, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too far. I've watched some of The Witcher. I have not played The Witcher, okay. so you need to understand that. Neither has my sister, and she loved it. Okay, I was not a huge fan, but so you I didn't, didn't like it. I I didn't say I, I didn't like it. The, your body language is. I know I'm not, and it's not because I'm trying to consider you while I'm saying this. I just want you to be clear on that issue. <laughs> I I don't feel like I've given it enough time to know what I really think about it. Okay. Um, but I watched the first episode, and I was kind of just like, uh. Geralt, is that his name? Geralt, yeah. Geralt. I feel like there's too much assumption that we know who Geralt is. Really? Wow, okay. Like, I know a little bit about The Witcher, and that's kind of what makes me feel that way. It's just like, they threw us into it a little bit, and I feel like even some of the opening sequences with Geralt, I feel like the show anticipates us to know more than we should as Hmm. a a no-knowledge person. It would be hard for me to, to say otherwise. I, I know, I, I know. played Witcher 3. And, and that's where I... I didn't beat it, but I played it. And that's where I'm I'm saying that just because of how my, like... But like my sister, my, my sister had, has never played the game, and... Sure. I, right. I think... I, I will say, I think, if I remember correctly, because I watched it twice now, in some of the later episodes, we're not... Or just throughout the, the, the first season, they do kind of introduce you to it, because... And this is a small spoiler, but I think it's better to know this going into it. It takes place in different eras. Yes. Like, people, all people, you, you, the, the show does not do it. That's one show, the one thing the show did not do well. That's segmenting. Was where this telling happened. you, hey, these are not taking place at the same time. There's actually three different timelines in the show actively going on. Sure. And you get to find out things about Geralt, and you kind of get to, you get, you see his character develop. I don't, I mean, this is, it's funny because. The characters in the show are in one of the games, and it's kind of early on in the books, like mm-hmm. early on in the story. A lot of the stuff that's happening is kind of like it took place a long time ago before he was known like to the world as the Witcher, and you kind of get to see him become that character throughout the first season. Yeah, okay. So, so just go into it and watch like I think the second episode is it's when the bar gets helps a little bit more. There's a bard in the show. That's why yeah. I asked. And oh, oh, okay. He is hilarious, dude. And, yeah. you, and you, and I don't know, man, like there's, there's a whole song that he does and it's just really good. Yeah. But, um, no, the witch is really good, man. I will say there's a lot of nudity in it. Sure. Yeah. 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 My, uh, so my brother and I typically like the same content because yeah. we, we grew up on a farm. You're also like, I feel like you guys could be twins. If you told people you were twins, I believe. I know. I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, we are a science experiment, to be completely honest with you. We grew up on a farm completely away from most of society for the majority of the hours spent living the first uh-huh. 18 years. And grew up talking the same, responding the same, same mannerisms. We have the same problems of getting frustrated at things that aren't worth getting frustrated over. And we enjoy the same movies and talk yeah. about the same stuff. So, I mean, we just took some different paths in life. But other than that, we both pick up the phone. You'll never know the difference. If you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very hard. Yeah. Um, to tell the difference. So you had a you had a question earlier that I wanted to answer one thing before we talk about another. You said there's something that you wanted to ask, but we haven't yet talked about it. Like the idea of how people that do content creation or whatever, it's really hard to oh, either have kids, a, a full time yeah. job or have kids. It's and, because and, thing. and so the, I'm regurgitating things that other people have said. I, sure, I can, sure, I can sure. back it up because I will say to actually pull like. Full commit to it. 
it is a full-time job like you have you know you're doing it like most content creators like that are like top tier they stream yeah. roughly eight hours a day yeah then they're you know they're they're making other content other times but then they also have to have a social life i, I remember it was it was like you get to pick two you know you, remember, you ever seen those memes where it's like yeah, three yeah, things yeah. Is you get to pick two well this one's like uh it's like uh social life career uh family or something like that i forget what the three were yeah and it's like you you're, you can never have all three like it's just right. you're, you're gonna you're gonna it's not feasible it's a burnout yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the first year that I streamed, I I did I kind of like didn't hang out with my friends a lot. Yeah, because I was like, no, I gotta I gotta stream, I gotta stream. Yeah, that changed after I realized like, hey, shitting on them isn't gonna like make me better, better necessarily. So it also like was really depressing. Sure. Like, yeah. Not to hang out with your friends, but yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, I mean, inside of that, I feel like one, uh, whenever you. Okay, let me figure out how to like pull this, pull this together. Um, I always create this like almost unfair pressure on myself, um, and I know I do, and it has a lot to do, a lot of just what I I want to accomplish, but what I know that there's an expectation on me as a father and as a yeah. husband. But I I never want to look back on my life and say that I didn't do something because of that. Like, I think that and everybody's got a different situation and a different makeup. And uh, I'll talk about my wife and my kids, how they help so much at the same time, too. But I'll say that, like, I feel like more people in my age range and just above my age range. How old are you? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be 29 next month. So You're older than I thought you were. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but there are people in their late 30s that I know that like to toot the horn of of you know i was gonna do this but then i got married like it just sounds so like yeah really like unless it's something like crazy where it's like you wouldn't spend you would spend absolutely no time with your wife yeah i feel like that was a problem you made for yourself or your spouse made for you right and so um yeah there's that and so i told i told my wife and we we right now we're meeting in real life together so i i just drove from uh, where I live for about seven hours just yesterday. And we had a lot of time, my wife and I to just kind of talk about stuff. And at one point, a good chunk of our conversation was me saying, I do not understand what people like me do with all the time they have beyond their nine to five, beyond the time they spend with their family that is reasonable and totally worth and, and needed. Yeah. I don't know what they do with all that other time. Like, I probably just watch TV. And that's and so and that brings up a whole another point is that like I do think you're right. I think that, you know, prior to my generation, even the generation before, you know, adult males were taught you do your job, you come home, you spend the adequate amount of time with your family, and then you just crack a beer and you sit down and watch TV. And that's and that's your day, man. That's your life. And that to me is death. awful. Death like and, and 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 I haven't met a lot of people that are like that, but I've I've heard of and the whispers of what your output is as a person and your expression of things. Uh, you know, I think it says a lot about you. And between me, you know, we talked about music for a little bit. I love music. I want to do that. I enjoy doing that. It's a like, I think that there's certain things about my life that have a lot to do with music and I like playing music and I gain a, a lot of I don't want to say credibility, but I can have good conversations with people 
because of music. Yeah. And I think that community is a big part of my life, despite what we're talking about being the thing that supposedly takes community. Away. I think yeah. it gives us a good conversation platform. Um, I've always loved video games. Like it's never going to stop. Did you play video games when you guys were like, when you guys lived on the farm? Like, did you have gaming? Oh systems? yes. Okay, that was, was where, that was where it was molded, bro. Like, yeah, I figured. Um, but, uh, that, and it's just like, I love YouTube. I love, I love humorous content. I love doing videos and entertainment. Yeah. And I think it's really, really fun. And so inside of that, like I like doing it and it is not a burden for, me. Yeah. I think when it becomes a burden is that you are not, you are not doing what you love or you're not framing it correctly in your yeah. mind. It's I've always, I've always had that thought too. Like I'm not, I'm not married, but like the whole thing of like the, you know, you see the memes of like, it's typically guys, you know, guys presenting the meme. And it's like, my girlfriend told me that I had to stop playing video games. And I'm just like, if that happens, you shouldn't be with that person. Like, yeah, if someone's, and now I could see if it was like, yeah, you know, I just had a kid and I want to be a, uh, a deep sea diver. And it's like, and I'm going to go live under the ocean for, you know, like, uh, like it's like, no, you can't like, like, yeah. Right. But like, you know, something you can do from your home or that won't take that much time away. Like, why wouldn't you pursue that dream? Like having kids, you should not, should not make you give up on your dreams unless it's like, you're a single parent or something. Right. Like, yeah. That, I mean, and that is a, I know for some people that might be their, their day in the life as a yeah. single parent. That single that, parent is way. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll say for the couples out there, I'll say that um, in the same conversation, like I said earlier, I was going to remark on my, my wife and my kids and everything. My wife and I have a clear understanding, but we enjoy as far as like mm-hmm. what our wives have been about. We went into it. She, she bought me a PlayStation three when we were in college she bought me my first copy of Skyrim. We, when I met her, I was playing guitar in a metal band. She has seen me make videos since we were young. And we've been like... Uh, you guys just, know each other since you were like 14? Y- yes. I met her uh, when I was 16 and when she was 15. And uh, we just they had our... so our, cute. I know they are. We just had our, our seven-year uh, anniversary of marriage was on the 9th of March. Uh, and then we have 13 years of being together yeah. Uh, is in April. So the big thing I guess I'm trying to say with all is like Ryan made a point to say you shouldn't be with the person you're with if they have a problem with it. I would go as far as to say it's just like I think you're going to have to choose where your values are. Yeah. Like That's I think that point. I think that people always trump materials. Mm-hmm. Um and if you've made a, a decision to be with that person, one of two things has to happen. Like you just yeah. need to sit down and have that conversation and say, you know, I value this. This is a part of my, my livelihood. I really enjoy it. Um, and I understand, like, I want to dedicate my time to you to make you feel loved and appreciated. Yeah. But I also, this is something I want to do. And the conversation, believe it or not, I'm not telling you to say this for the idea that it's going to fall in your favor. You may end up having that conversation. And you break up. And you break up or, you know, or you just have to sacrifice the fact that, you know, I love this person more than I do the thing. And and that that is a thing. I don't think there's that's a wrong choice. I think also kind of what you're saying is like some people, you know, that are that are being given that ultimatum don't value don't not value their time, but don't uh, divide their time well. Yes. Like, so that's the difference between time management and yeah. yeah. So and I also think that there is a, a middle ground, and that's yeah. and that's oh, what yeah. you're talking about. It's just yeah. like so to to comment on that, like if anybody that's listening like, has watched like, my stream, yeah. Yep. Like I, I only that. stream three days a week and you only stream after your kids have been put to right. bed. And like, it's not like 
<laughs> it's not like like all right, honey, take care of the kids. Bye. Yeah, and that and that was a big conversation to be again with the whole communication factors. Just like it was a big part of this is the time that we stream. I will absolutely help you. I'll get everything I can like set up at six thirty, yeah. and then I'm going to help you put the kids to bed, yep. and we're going to work this out. And then even to say like I didn't even me I personally without her telling me I did not like the idea of spending three nights completely disconnected from my wife because that's almost half of the week. Yep. And so that's why if you watch us on Tuesdays, my wife plays games with me. And so and that's a, another thing too. It's just like I know every couple's different, but my wife knowing who I am. And I know her like we do things on the stream as far as like games and content that she enjoys, too. Yeah. And so I don't try to just like push her and <laughs> force her to play what I want to play. Play, <laughs> play. We just play horror <laughs> games all the time and she would hate her life. But I guess the, the point being around all this is that like we're trying to make it work as a family and enjoy our time and make not silo our life. Yes. Like try and make it. Here's your time. Here's my time. Go yeah. away. It's just mine. And, and, you know, we try and make it about us and not just about anyone. That, would, I, that is something I think I would struggle with if I didn't, you know, meet a person that was into gaming. Right. Would be like bringing them into my stream. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, this is my baby. Like, you know, yeah. I, like I, I've been doing it because you were already in that relationship when you started. Right. It. I understand. Whereas like yeah. I started this alone and it's like, because I've thought about that. It's like, if I met a girl, like, what would at I what do? Point, like, wait, no, more like at what point? Yeah. Is feel, it okay? Yeah. Do yeah, I feel yeah. okay? Like it's like taking them to home for Thanksgiving to meet the parents. It's like, <laughs> right, here's my stream. Is my stream. <laughs> uh, Say hi guys. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. Yeah. 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 So no, I like, I can, I can understand that. I just think that, um, yeah, I mean, and I, I don't know who that person would be for you. I would be surprised if just given the circles and communities that you're already in how frequently you're in them if there isn't already yeah, like a crossover yeah yeah right exactly. that's true <laughs> it's not like i'm going to the bars every weekend like yeah gonna find me a girl. i'm looking for the missus <laughs> oh you you look good did i you know that's that's something that i've always thought was kind of weird people who like go to bars bar hop yeah, yeah. i, I want to meet a it. nice guy i'm gonna go to the bar I let's go <laughs> i just don't get it i mean no i mean like if you go to bars like i'm not calling you out i'm just saying for me i don't drink much i also like don't like talking to drunk people but like i guess i guess the the the, the reverse of that is people can be assholes anywhere you know right. and people can be nice anywhere like i do think i do think i think bars get a stigma of, though i think even the people that are listening that are familiar and frequent goers to the bar should at least it, empathize yeah, with what you're saying a little because bit. there is there is some truth like you're not probably meeting the nicest people at bars. Like it, it, it can depend on the bar you're going to too. Like yeah. there are like high class bars. Sure. Like that. sure. But I feel like there's a different tone. Like when you, if I feel like if I went to a bar, you would be going there to like hook up with somebody. Yeah. It, it's like, it's like, it's like the old school Tinder, you know, yeah. it's like, you're not, I mean, people meet on Tinder legit. Sure. But I mean, I feel like it's a hookup app. It's not like, sure. you know, it's not like you're trying to make a relationship on it. Yeah. But I mean, I know people who have met on Tinder. Um, you haven't met on their uh, some of Reese's friends, but like they're like happily together. And they met on right. they met they went on a Tinder date. Yeah, and I'm sure there's plenty of people who have. But I, in my head, you know, yeah, I it just at, doesn't seem yeah, like that would be the norm. The place, but yeah. it's also like in this day and age, where do you meet someone that you know? <sighs> yeah, we can, isn't got doesn't have that stigma on it where it's like right. Because, I mean, internet dating used to be like, you had them online, yeah. they're going to murder you. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you don't have time to meet people in real life now. Like, no. and, and, like I feel like real life interactions are, like, way weirder. I could go into the, the statistical analysis stuff that I've looked at, too. Yeah. Though, but 
We don't have to. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it'll just make me look like a freaking weirdo. Cause, um, it is weird because that you've researched it even though you've been together well, with someone for 14 uh, years. Right, that's not the reason why. Because, like, I speak at places about, like, initiatives yes. when it comes to, like, our, our cultural changes and uh-huh. things like that. Especially when it comes to, Can you to, give, like, like, a summary of, like, what you... Because you were, you were being very vague. I don't know what you were Yeah, yeah, because I didn't know with just, like, time how much you wanted to spend on this. But, I mean, the, the thing is, is, like, um, there is a significant drop. Not in just trying to meet people for a marital relationship or for... Like, there is a significant drop in, like, sexual relationships due to just the, the regulated and marketed, like, pornography... Oh. Like that's going on now, because if if you were to dig back, let's say, fifteen years, right? Yeah. Just imagine what we had as far as technologically, like we didn't have smartphones in the capacity yeah. we did do now, and so there has been a large decrease, like, like even though you referenced all the things, at least like documented like sexual relations for males especially has just gone down so much. Oh wow! Yes, it has, and it's because people don't need people. Yeah, you don't. They don't. We don't need people, and so because there's this expendability with relationships and everything like that, it's gone from that to there are less and less cases actually looking to date for date, even alongside that hand That's in hand. And I will say, I think there's one good one good outcome from that. Actually, there is, which uh, is, we are overpopulated. On this I mean, uh, yeah, and. Yeah, you, you, on the earth, I don't know, because like capacity is, is subjective in some ways. But I, I know what you're trying to say. Um, I think that there is still, however, uh, I don't know the stats on this, but as far as like unplanned pregnancy, that yeah. I'm not really too keen on that to know. Obviously, like the the laws and documentation has kind of gotten a little weird over the past five years yeah. when it comes to what and how things are done. But yeah, it's it's just a it's a weird spot to live in because I think that society raising young people up to be men and women or whatever, um, people are still figuring it out. And I yeah. think I think the worst part about it is that like some of the people that have their hands on the wheel think that we live in the 1970s, <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, we've got to move. Know, one of the big things, and we'll we'll kind of end on this note. Like, yeah. one of the big things that I've not understood for the longest time is that we are actively still teaching abstinence. Right. And I'm like, sure, you should tell kids like if they can try to refrain because there are really bad repercussions and yeah. they don't understand how bad those can be. But also give them birth control and condoms. Yeah. Like because Yeah. And that and that and that and so the side that, that I err on obviously is like Judeo Christian or yeah. very much we, we teach abstinence, but but you're right. It's just like, you know, the I'll bring it back to the office as a lighter note. It's just like <laughs> Daryl and uh, Michael all in, in this meeting where they're just like, what's the safest way to go skiing? And it's just like, oh, not go at all. Yeah. Like, right. And, and because that was that. Oh, no, it was Andy. That was, that when, was Andy. When Michael yeah, yeah, left. Right, he was yeah. teaching that thing on abstinence. He was trying to put a condom on the, the banana. Or he said, does anybody have a banana? And he took a pencil and he put it on the pencil. And <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's just like, and, and I forget who it was that was saying something about the pencil, and they were like, "Andy, you must be like used to doing something with him." But but anyways, like, and Daryl was just like, "Oh, I didn't know that we were playing like not non answers." Just yeah. like, what's the best way to go skiing? Not to go skiing yeah. at all. Yeah, and it, it is true. There is some validity to that. I think there is a 
there's like, a there's an ideal yeah. when you're teaching it's just like guys be abstinent don't do it at all that's the ideal great but, but <laughs> yeah. just to be completely clear we understand that you don't abide it's, by any of also, these rules it's funny enough it's also in parks and rec oh yeah. there's that, there's that. <laughs> yeah 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 because leslie uh i think leslie once she marries the gay penguins or the two guy penguins but then she also like uh shows the old people the the elderly people how to like put a condom on i remember that and that that, that woman and i'm pretty sure her, it's supposed to be a gay guy as her husband yeah and, and, and uh she's like this is not right we teach abstinence and i'm like they're 80 years old <laughs> like who are you like who are you stopping it's like and but there's people that really do think like that where it's like if you teach someone how to use a condom that's going to encourage them to have sex it's like but at least it's safe sex. Like they were probably gonna have sex anyways if they really wanted to. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a like I get both sides of the conversation. That's what's kind of tough. It is just like no matter what you say, I agree with you. I think both options, depending yeah. on what your what your desired outcome is, both options. I feel like are if you really only tough. teach one though, like let's say you only right. taught abstinence, it's just like you telling a kid not to drink their whole life. The first thing they're gonna do when they get with their parents is try to drink some. Maybe alcohol. yeah. I mean, mo- yeah. I understand what you're saying. Like the whole preacher's kid analogy, where uh, it's like. Yeah. It, you're raised under these all these strict conditions like footloose the whole movie footloose is like, uh, yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying like they were told not to dance it's like that's the one thing they want to do now right yeah it, it was, it, i know for me in my life has been very i would say my parents are progressive in the, that sense like they were like they gave me my first drink they were also i mean i didn't smoke drugs to my parents but they were like if you do drugs and or like you're at a party we'll come pick you up we won't you know just don't drive right. like and not not every yeah for sure not every parents like my, yeah. my parents were also like partiers when they were so they they're like uh well they, they, i think they just kind of knew that like it, young, what, young people happen. want to yeah. do this thing and right. it's like i mean i think everyone there's like a certain type of irony like if my parents would try to like help me and my sister not to have like premarital sex it's like but you yeah and so yeah this it's is funny it's, so at the very at the very least we could talk more on parenting but we're not uh just to say it out loud i think that a parent's like job is to learn from their mistakes. Not even no, I wouldn't even say that. Oh, I think okay. that I think that when you have a, a child that is unwilling to now let you know what's going on in their life to the point where you're informed and help, yeah. I think you have somewhere down the line failed. Failed. Yep. Because obviously, like as a parent, your kid is not your best friend and vice versa. But they should be a friend. But they should well even but friends some capacity they, they, you still have to be a, an enforcer. Like that's that's yes. where it's tough. Is yeah. like you ride this line of you need to be relatable and willing to listen and discipline in a way that is not like going to ruin your credibility with them in a Yeah. For Yeah, kind of what I was saying is like it's not like your friends like you have to call them out sometimes. Yeah. But it's like it's like you want your friends to like you and love you like you know right. but you you want your parents as a parent, you should want your kids to like you and love you. I guess you know the, like, the biggest difference is that as a parent, uh, they are obligated yes. to yeah. to do what you, that you say. At least they but, should but feel but they sh- Yeah, they should feel that way, which again is another thing. But but as a friend, it's just like they are only left to their own like convictions of keeping you as a friend. Yeah. What you have. Um but but yeah, I know I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's um it's a weird one, but yeah, that's, that's something I've always thought weird. Like, you can teach like, oh, and also if you didn't teach abstinence and you only taught them how to use safe sex, they would probably have a lot more sex. Right. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if they weren't ever told like, hey, this could really end up badly. Right. You know, then yeah, there would probably be a lot more uh, pregnancies. Yeah. It's but the yeah, paralysis by analysis. I People mean, don't want to talk about it, so 
You went to a much different high school than I did. Yeah. I went to I went to this one up the road, and then you went to one out in the county. But um, there were a lot of like I'm just like I remember thinking like why like did you not <laughs> did you not know what this yeah. thing was like this con like you got I mean, well something I found out kind of like in the last ten years is that birth control wasn't free. I'm like why is it not free? You would think it would be free. Some types talking about specifically for kids that age. Maybe not for that age, but like I think, I mean, I feel like it just, I should, I don't know. Maybe it should be that age. Like once you become a like, if I feel like if a girl's old enough, to like have a period, like maybe she should be given free birth control. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is for that it age does, range. I will I say, I've been told, and I don't know this personally, but I've been told that like it helps regulate it and like it their period and like yeah. stuff like that. And well, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that age, it's kind of weird. There's so many things we could talk about that it's kind of strange. <laughs> I, I would say hormonally at that age, what it does is it actually does shunt some hormonal really? development. Yeah, because that. That, that's the whole reason why periods happen is because it's a yeah, it's a hormonal response to. You don't have to mansplain periods to me, Miles. I'm not mansplaining periods, but it's just like what you just said is just like, yeah, let's. I mean, somebody that's listening but probably has a better understanding of the if anatomy you have a of vagina. Things. Please, yeah, I. There might be repercussions of giving like static birth control to yeah. a kid that young. That's that's the only, and that's not to say that you could or shouldn't or wouldn't or whatever. I'm just saying, like particularly, I know that my wife and she have a problem with saying she does. She does not feel correct, like really? as, as a person yeah. when she's on a like I take it daily or whatever yeah. the amount is. So that's there's that. Plus, it didn't even work for us. So there yeah, you go. Y'all, yeah. Y'all. Yeah, they got pregnant through it twice. Yeah, twins the first time. <laughs> yeah, I do Which, remember that. We we talked about quick this story. I will I will end it here. Quick yeah, story. This is a great I, one. To end. I, I'll tell I it from my point of view because it's so much better. I remember. So Miles and Hannah had been married for a year, I think. Maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. I think it was. I think maybe it was like two. a year and change. And I remember they, <laughs> Miles, <laughs> they they found out they were pregnant. Miles starts. Miles is a very reactive i'm not gonna call overreactive but miles it starts he started to worry a lot like yeah any anytime something happens i, I like go the hundred yard yes, planning yes. not just the what's in front of me he, he was like he was trying to like he was doing like crafts on like how much money they needed to make for like diapers and he's like this is what it's gonna cost and i'm just like all right buddy i get it you know you're, you're having the kid then they yes. found out they were having twins and you should have seen them i think you guys i think people have always all seen those like images of like what dads look like you know when they have their kid miles looked like that three months into this pregnancy he looked like he <laughs> wasn't sleeping like he was you know only drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was but you know once the once he got over that little phase and like the kids got here it was so much better i will say he was yeah. very prepared and Dude. It, I think I think it it's like a form of anxiety. It's like yeah, like I, I got to get on this or else it's gonna go really poorly. But then you you almost it almost helps you become really prepared for it. Right. I don't think anyone's ever really prepared to have a no, kid. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No, but like no, yeah. especially twins, your first time that's rough. But yeah, my my very brief response to it. Uh, I can't remember if we talked about it. I guess no. I, I am a Christian, so like the big thing is like I believe very strongly that in my life. God had to put that on me to feel so overwhelmed in my own like control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would finally, for once in my life, give up the idea that I can control my own life. That's a good, that's a good um, thing. Yeah. Because 
it it broke me, dude. Like, <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, it it. You say that I was good after the kids came. It was just like I didn't know what to do. So there might have been like a few weeks where I was like moving and wheeling and dealing but for what like it's just like i was a you know i was stuck and i don't mean that in a bad way i just to be clear the word stuck just means like i could not do more for my situation and it was overwhelming and it was very difficult but at the same time too like we look on it now man my kids turned yeah. four i was talking about earlier like they are the best happened to my wife and i stressful they wake up in the middle of the night other than meeting me well, yeah, other than meeting you, that's the thing I have for my life. Um, but, but. Yeah, it's been on your grave. Best things in my life. Ryan, my wife, my kids. Yeah. yeah. So, I, and I mean, my daughter, the same thing. I think that, uh, you know, I would never tell anybody. My daughter's super cute. Yeah, she's the best. Um, Way cuter than your boys. I mean, my boys are great for a lot of reasons. The cuteness factor, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Um, but I mean, they're like crazy. They're definitely you and Piper's definitely Hannah. Yeah. Like they are like crazy. dude. Oh, yeah. They're wild. They're wild. But no, I was going to say just to. Go on is just. Having a family's great. There are different responsibility shifts that happen. Got to be ready as a. Accepting it. But I think that having a family is one of the things I would never tell a single person not to do it or that's not worth. Other than Greg. For. Other than, no, Greg does well with kids. I think it's the other thing that has to be developed first, which the is murder. the murders. Murders? <laughs> yeah, he's got to work those out first. <laughs> but yeah, we could go a stream without talking about Greg. So like he just came out right at the end. That's great. Oh, but no, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, Miles, thank you for being here again. Yeah, man. Dude, doing it in real life is so much better. Oh, yeah, I think so, like, too. It, well, I wish I lived closer to more people that I knew, but... It's yeah. been it's been a blast. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, definitely go check them out. I I put all this stuff in the intro. Take care, guys.